Make sure this is low enough. Okay. Let me just, uh, alright, yeah, double checking that. Alright, how's everybody doing? Oh boy, there's a lot of shit for me to talk about in this live stream. A lot of things happened. And, well, it's getting near to the end of the year. So, a lot of things will come out. A lot of things are about to change. And whatnot, 2020 is about to come. Another decade of... What will it be? A bunch of shit? Or actually good changes? <laughs> we'll have to see. So, obviously, you know... There's a lot of uh, releases. Releases coming out this year. And specifically these months now. Uh, Nile just released recently, I believe. Their record... What was it called? I I don't have the name here because I'm not professional. I don't do this for a living. Nobody pays me to do this, so if you fucking gotta judge me. Anyways, yeah, it's it's none. So, I think it's none so vile. I think that's the name. Yeah, none so vile. Uh, listened to it recently. Thought it was great. Uh, it had that Nile typical characteristic sound to it. You know, fun fact, I actually once in a, a show, I went to see Nile once, and uh, basically uh, Carl Sanders was going through the, the crowd, and he pushed me very gently, okay? It wasn't like, uh, oh, get the fuck out of my way. It was just like a very gentle push, you know? It's like, hey, can, you, can I push? Or can I go through? Uh, and I never washed my clothes ever since, man. I, I, I framed them. They're like pretty much disintegrating and shit at this point. But I never really washed it. I'm just joking. Uh, no, but you know, he, he's a he's a, a nice guy. And uh, I remember back in the day, like a few years ago, I was watching his videos uh, high as a, an absolute kite, explaining guitar stuff and guitar techniques. And it was just one of the most funny things ever. I mean, it's just like this down-to-earth high guy <laughs> just talking about metal and guitars and stuff. And as he explains his techniques and things, he's like, Yeah, now you just, now you just do this uh, this way and that way. And it's like, uh, yeah. It's... <laughs> I don't know, I don't do it justice. You have to go check it for yourself. Alright? Anyways, this is live stream for the Grinders Verdict podcast uh, on the 3rd of November of 2019. And for those of you who don't know, I like to do these things where I basically just play some music, like online DJing, and I talk. I just chat about multiple things. There are no patterns here. This is not your typical show where you have things all scheduled, all set up. This is underground shit. Alright, this is we do as we go. We talk about stuff as we go. I do have some topics in mind that I want to talk about. But there's no schedules, there's no timelines, there's nothing like that here. This is... We do as we go. But 
I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my experience, my first experience ever. I'm 28 years old, and I've never been to a shrink or psychologist or anything of the sorts ever in my life. And the reason for that is simple, because I'm not too fond of the pharmaceutical companies, and I always had this huge mistrust in therapists and whatnot. I mean, it was always like, how can this guy or woman or whatever, well, how can this person know what goes through my mind? How can this person tell me what goes through your mind needs to be this or needs to be treated this way or that way? I don't know. It was always a weird thing. So last Wednesday was the first time I went to shrink or any psycho psychologist thing. Uh... And I must say my experience was actually quite pleasant. I was actually impressed uh, with a few hints that I gave the shrink. He actually pointed out pretty much almost everything that goes through my mind on a regular basis every day. And the diagnosis for my condition was neurosis. I always thought I had OCD. Well, I don't think I have OCD. I have OCD. But it's OCD in the form of neurosis. It's just a whole bundle of things. But it was essentially me just organizing everything. Like, I can't just go and do things on a random basis. I have to have everything planned. I'll give you this example. When I was in England, I had this uh, job to get, which was trash anyways. I hated it. People were absolute trash cans in there. Uh, it was a bunch of Portuguese fuckers, and it was like uh, a couple of Brazilian dudes as well. And I didn't like it at all. I hated it, as a matter of fact. It was annoying. Uh, people were not respectful and very intrusive as well and it wasn't even a company in the first place it was just this portuguese guy who got people pretty much kind of on the brink of desperation and he would basically gather these people and outsource them to all their companies uh, but he's basically like he's Making money based only on the fact that he has contacts and I fucking hate that. I'm sorry, but I just hate that I don't think that's good Like just because you know some motherfuckers that can I don't know The reason why I say this is because these these guys are not getting paid what they should be getting paid because the money that they are getting paid is going to this guy that outsources the people right and then, that's when, essentially, they get, uh, trying to, like, find my reasoning here again, my train of thought, sometimes it gets lost in my mind, because I'm looking at the screen, and for some reason, I lose my train of thought really, really easily. But, right, basically, the guy was outsourcing, so he was getting paid, right, and then he was paying the people that he was outsourcing, and... Obviously, he's not gonna get paid like I don't you know, they're not gonna pay. Oh, you're gonna outsource guys to us Oh, we're gonna pay you a lot more 
than hiring actual professionals to do this. <laughs> no. Of course, he also gets paid and he also gets money from that shit. Nothing was professional about that, is what I'm trying to say. Anyways, I'm, again, I'm drifting so far away from my initial uh, thing that I wanted to talk about. But basically, this test I had to take. It was a security scheme test thing for electricity that you have to get in the UK before you go into any construction sites to work there. You need these, you need this, this test done to, to determine that you know the rules and it's a bunch of bullshit, you know, uh, th there's a lot of things put into it, honestly, but it's a bunch of fucking bullshit, right? Anyways, the guy was just, he was uh, an absolute piece of shit, and I know that's, those are harsh words to tell about someone, but he was just an absolute piece of shit when he came to, like, telling me what to do. And with my OCD, it kind of bothered me, not just a little bit, but a lot. It bothered me a lot. You know what I mean? So basically, when I was in Gillingham, before going to London, this guy's just like, Oh yeah, just, uh, so you gotta go to London. And I'm like, okay, where? Uh, here's this number, call this guy and yeah, get, get done with him. I'm like, okay. No, there's nothing else. There's no times, no nothing. Just like, get a number and call this guy. You know, I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate when I, I don't get information, when I don't have information for things that I need. I mean, fucking hell, what if things went wrong? I would be literally stuck in London without a place to stay. Without money, without nothing. Like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was not a very fun experience, but before going for this test thing, I had to check literally everything because of the, the other experience. I had to check everything, dude. I had to check the buses, the trains, uh, possible delays, what's happening in the next 30 to, to one hour, what's going on. Uh, what if I kind of just like miss it or something? Uh, where is it? What, which building is it? And then it, there was a thing that, that really bothered me because the building had no signs, no nothing. It's literally like a, an, uh, it's, it's literally like apartments that they made into offices, right? And there's nothing. There's no signs. There's nothing saying that that specific building was for that specific thing. Everything else around, like the bank, uh, the, the stores. Everything else around had signs saying, hey, this is a store, this is a bank, this is it, this is that, whatever. This one particular building he tells me to go to just looks like an actual house, like just looks like an actual apartment. Like an actual building with apartments for people to live in. So I have this number. I have no, like literally nothing that would point towards this being the place that I have to go to. So I started asking around people if they could tell me where this was and there was a nice man passing by and he started looking around with me and he looks sees the number and is like uh i don't know but might be this so i go check it out i, I ring the doorbell and yes it was it was that but like dude what the fuck you know like what 
Like, why are you in secrecy? Why don't you have signs outside or some shit? Like, just, just shove a little sign on, on, on the outside wall or something, you know what I mean? Like, something to point out that this is this is actually a business you're running here. Other, uh, unless you're, like, doing, well, illegal stuff or whatever. I don't know, it was really weird. Anyways, I took the test, uh, failed the first time, passed the second time, uh, failed because of one question. It's kind of a shitty thing, but it was numbers. I was, I'm horrible with memorizing numbers. Uh, actually, you know what I did? I read out loud the whole test with also the, the, the answers. So you're given the questions and you're given the answers as well. So you can, like, study it and stuff. They're not trying to fuck you up with these tests. This, this is not, like, rocket science or anything. It's You're supposed to pass these tests, even if you're, like, a monkey. But there's got to be some level of, like, you know, let's make sure these guys are not brain dead anyways. So, yeah. But, like, when, I felt so much better when I was actually in the, in the construction side and, and the other guys were talking about they're testing whatnot, they're like, yeah, it took me four tries to get the test done. Oh, yeah, it took me, like, three, and I'm like, really, dude? I mean, I went for two. Damn, how dumb are you? Anyways, yeah, continuing with the neurosis thing, uh, it's, I'm not getting treated yet. I'm still waiting for the medicine. Uh, apparently, there was no medicine in the pharmacies available. And uh, because the 1st of November here in Portugal is a... Uh, what do you call it? It's it's a day off. It's it's, a, it's not a holiday, I don't think. It's a day off, like... It's it's Day of All Saints or some shit. Um, and we... All the religious things like that, we, we take very seriously because we're dumb. But, yeah. Basically... I'm waiting on my meds so that I can start taking the treatment and start trying to go outside and do some exercise, walk a little bit, try to lose some weight, try to do some things, try to deal with my anxiety. So I'm trying to like mitigate my anxiety so that I can start like asking for uh, help, you know, and, and guidance basically because what I'm missing the most, and I know I'm talking a lot, but it's been a while since I podcasted, and so I'm just taking this chance because uh, I don't want to clog, if you will, the episodes with uh, a lot of this information. So I'm just using this live stream for that. But basically, one thing that missed in my life the most is guidance through life. Many times I asked my old man, hey, can you teach me how to cook this or that? I never wanted to cook like really gourmet or really like difficult dishes or anything i just wanted to like you know know how to properly fry some some french fries and properly fry a steak i know how to fry a steak now because it's really simple but you know it's because i had to teach myself how to do it he never taught me how to do it and it's like it makes me feel like i'm useless you know, because despite the fact that I'm asking him for help, he kind of does not help or does not teach me. It's kind of a little—it's a little bit late at this point, but he doesn't teach me what I ask him to teach me. 
and then kind of chuckles at my face goes do something else and then when I can't do something he fucking blames me for it motherfucker what are you expecting me to fucking just snap my fingers and learn shit get the fuck out of here so yeah that's well something that kind of bothers me a little bit not gonna lie so it's been one of the main reasons I'm sure of my mental condition but you know again it is what it is and <laughs> yeah guidance through IRS and all that bullshit social security fucking finances whatever the fuck all that crap I have no idea about that any of that stuff right and I'm getting to uh, an age where I need to know that kind of stuff. As a matter of fact, I should know about that stuff way, way, way before getting to the age of 30, as as a matter of fact. But, you know, it is what it is. You can't, I, I can't force anything. And now anxiety prevents me from reaching out to other people and actually asking for guidance and going like, hey, what's going on? Could you like tell me a little bit of this and a little bit of that so that I can like find my path on my own because I don't I hate asking for help because I don't know I feel like it's always been a thing like why would people take time out of their lives and out of their days to help me yeah I, I guess this is one of those thoughts that just like really uh, belongs in neurosis but yeah, it, it does challenge me all the time. I, I'm always like, I'm not worth it. 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 Why would people take time out, out of their lives for me? I'm a piece of shit. I'm not worth it. I suck. I don't have value for that kind of stuff. I shouldn't be alive even. You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it messes with your mind and you start isolating yourself because comfort is not having to deal with any of that really because also when you can't have other people judge you the only judgment is created by yourself and when you create your own judgment you can sort of try to bypass the the bad judgment but there's always going to be the self-loathing anyways so it's kind of pointless, really. But, yeah, whatever. One thing I noticed, for example, before we uh, move on to some more music. I know there's music in the background, but it's Piss Grave. We had a song by them, but I'll get to that. Before we move on to it, there was actually... This morning, I was going through my folders and I found a couple of songs. Not songs, just like little riffs and things that I come out, uh, come up with. And deep down, I'm like, hey, I dig this. Let me record this. But as soon as I record it, I'm like, dude, this, this is fucking trash. And instead of actually developing what I just recorded, instead of going through with this and actually doing something, like, you know, try to develop more riffs, develop transitions, develop a drum, uh, beat for it, develop bass, 
lines for it, develop all the, you know, and make a whole song, I just end up leaving the things in the folders and not doing anything with it. And it's, it's kind of a funny thing. Sometimes, have you ever thought of like how many amazing things are hidden in not just folders, but like archives and things like that, that from people that never released their creativity they kept their creativity inside of drawers uh, whatever wardrobes things like that hidden right because they never thought it was good enough but turns out it was actually a masterpiece you ever think do you ever think about that i actually think about that I, I think what if the things that i keep hidden are masterpieces i just don't recognize it and i'm not saying i'm, I'm a fantastic creator or a fantastic art artist or anything but what if what if there was an actual uh like riff or, or something that i created that's like a fucking masterpiece an absolute masterpiece you know what i mean it's kind of crazy when i think about it but either way it is what it is i say that so many times i have to change a lot of things have to change but this is just the way my mind works. Okay. There was a lot of talking. And almost like the whole record by Pissgrave on the background. But what we listened to when the live started was Catacombs of Putrid Chambers. And this is from the record Posthumous Humiliation by Pissgrave. And I'm listening basically to Death Metal Records from 2019 from a little list, uh, which is well from albumoftheyear.org. And Pissgrave was fourth place with a very characteristic cover. Now, if you go on Spotify, you'll notice that for this specific record, the cover is only the logo and posthumous humiliation or yeah, posthumous humiliation <laughs> underneath the logo. There's no cover. But yeah, I mean hey, I'm just telling you right now, I don't I'm not responsible for any damage that it might cost to you. Alright? I'm just gonna disclose that firsthand. It is kind of heavy if you're not into gore and stuff like that it might damage your mind a little bit and you might have some bad dreams afterwards so take or, or thread carefully and i just checked out soil work has a new record god damn now there's only there's actually a oh wait soil work yeah i'm i'm God damn it, I was actually confusing Soil Work with Soil and Green. Now, I'm not saying Soil Work is bad, I'm just really not that much into Soil Work, to be honest with you. And it's a funny thing here on the list that I'm checking. Flash God Apocalypse, their latest album, has a score of 50. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened with Flash God Apocalypse, folks. But, dude, I saw Flash God Apocalypse for the first time, and it was a horrible show. It was horrible. 
Now, they were doing a tour, so that might have been it. Because you never know, in tours, you know, people, you know, they lose their mood. They lose their excitement, their hype. Initial hype, anyways, when they're getting to, like, the last concerts. It kind of determines the bad musicians from the good musicians, because I think the good musicians have to keep the hype and have to make it, like, every single time you go on stage has to be, like, the first time, and you have to be incredibly excited. You know, the mind display tra tricks on you, and sometimes it's really difficult, but again, that determines the good from the bad. When they played, when I saw them the second time, they were actually freaking fantastic. They had, like, a new drummer and whatnot. And they were freaking amazing, but, but the drummer, 15 minutes later, had his wrist like damaged and stuff, so he stopped uh, playing. It's, <laughs> it's like, what, dude? When they're playing good, it's, well, they're getting damaged. So, yeah, again, Flash God Apocalypse, in my opinion, is one of those bands that fantastic studio work, fantastic composition fantastic writing but live mm, i'm still to see that and actually say wow wow what a live band fantastic live band anyways i think we should go with the first first basically and for the first record here they have bells boobs or bells bubs it's not like boobs it's actually bubs b-u-b-s Pantheon of the Nightside Gods. So here we go. Let's check it out. I've actually seen this cover before, but I never really listened to it because I thought it was some like trashy black metal. But let's give it a listen. Apparently, it's a death metal record. All right. So here we go. Pantheon of the Nightside Gods. We might have only one song. We might have two songs. We might have three songs. Who knows? Only time will tell, folks. So here we go. The first song is Cathedrals of Morning. Coming up right now.
there it is cathedrals of mourning by belzebubs with the record pantheon of the nightside gods i thought it was a lot it was going to be a lot more death metal-ish it was a lot more well i guess it's kind of melodic death metal so i guess it does uh, suit the situation right here that we are listening to anyways so i was just thinking <laughs> got a couple of things to talk about here so first of, first of all right no not november i think this is just ridiculous and i wonder what kind of a pathetic sad low life piece of shit has to sort of like come up with this idea of the no nut november you know what folks i'll tell you yes nut november i hereby officially officialize the commencing party of yes nut november if you want a nut go for it all right there's no shame in it everybody does it and only ridiculous pathetic fools who have nothing else to their lives other than jerking off literally want people to not jerk off and ejaculate basically so <laughs> yeah yes nut november has officially commenced so begin protocol 19 i don't know what the fuck i'm saying anymore but i'm saying words so that's kind of like what we want right uh, also, I played the Outer Worlds, and if you don't know, like, okay, I'm into gaming, I love video games, I think video games are fantastic methods of kind of releasing your, I guess, frustration from everyday stuff, you know, and you come in, you play some video games, and you have some fun, and you enjoy stuff, and you can immerse yourself into these things, and it's great. And The Outer Worlds was kind of just like Fallout, and they basically made the game a little more, well, I guess it's more like Star Wars-ish, because... No, it's not Star Wars. What am I saying, man? What the hell? I hope the Mads fix this shit and I start talking a little better and I don't just drift apart or drift away from my initial thoughts and stuff like that. Jeebus. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so the, the Outer world is like Fallout meets Borderlands. So, if you, as you probably know, or I hoping you know Borderlands at least Borderlands 2 I didn't play the first one but Borderlands 2 has a bunch of planets right or not a bunch of planets man it has Pandora which is the planet you land on and then in Pandora it has a bunch of various the outer worlds is it has areas but it also has a bunch of planets Right, so throughout the game, you get a bunch of planets to go to, to check out and whatnot. And that's essentially it, right? And then, uh, you kind of determine, like, it, it, everything's determined by your choices in the game. 
and it's listen it's really it's a cool game if you're into fallout or borderlands i would suggest you play that game uh it's not like comedic like borderlands the only reference from borderlands in my opinion is the fact that it's like planetary stuff and you're kind of like hunting for things in airships and, th and things like that so yeah there's really another nothing else other than that so it's a good game my in my opinion it's a good game it's fun there's a lot of things for you to do i went with the method of fuck all corporations wreck or get all that shit out of my face i'm not into corporations or anything like that and I was able to make the world, or to make that galaxy, or whatever you call it, a free place where people are free to make their choices and stuff like that without having to live under the wings of the corporations and whatnot, right? So, yeah. Also, BlizzCon was a thing this weekend, and essentially they announced diablo 4 which uh for the people that like diablo ah fantastic so yeah they announced diablo 4 it's gonna be a reality after last year's flop with uh diablo mortals for mobile um i th i saw the, the the trailer was beautiful i mean i don't know if blizzard are the ones who produce these trailers or if they outsource some animation companies to deal with the trailers but boy oh boy are these trailers fantastic all right the cinematics for blizzard are absolutely absolutely insane and fantastic right and i think that uh we I think that Blizzard, not we, I think Blizzard should start doing something with these cinematics. I think Blizzard, instead of doing fucking live action movies where you have to deal with makeup and all that crap and uh, special effects afterwards and all that crap, just do a fucking, just do it like this. I mean, it looks real anyways to, you know, certain angles and whatnot. Some lighting and stuff actually makes characters look real. So why go for the approach of, you know, live action stuff just to be the, the oh, we're Hollywood now. Like, dude, I guarantee I'm 100% certain that if Blizzard went for a live action movie, like an actual live action movie, like an hour, an hour and 30 minutes, they would be all over the world with their stuff. Now, of course, if they fucked up, which Blizzard tends to do many times, they would be the laughing stock. They're kind of the laughing stock right now of video game. Uh, but they also announced another expansion for World of Warcraft, Shadowlands. So if you're a World of Warcraft player or fan, it's an exciting year, 2020, for you. And for me, they announced, or, and there's 
Dude, they're not some Hearthstone stuff, but I don't even I don't even care. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm not going to talk about this. I just don't understand it. But basically, Overwatch 2 became supposedly a reality. And it was a huge flop for me. And apparently for, for other people as well. People were expecting Overwatch 2 to be kind of a rehaul of the game to be like them trying to sort of kind of deal with the crap that they've been doing lately but apparently not apparently not the case there is a lot of shit going on and they announced that the overwatch 2 is going to have pve in the game and this pve is going to be a focus of the game i don't even know in the first place why pv was not meant to be there I don't even know in the first place why they never went with PvE, okay? This is nerd talk now, so if you're not into nerd shit like video games and whatnot, I'm, I would suggest you just don't listen to this. Uh, come back later on, like 20, 30, maybe an hour later, I don't know. But basically, here's the, the thing, in my opinion, alright? They basically messed up by patching and patching and patching and patching the damages every time there was a meta people didn't like they would patch it up by releasing a hero that was meant to change the meta and what this does is it keeps on patching it keeps on like the wound remains the same all right the wound remains the same it remains deep there's no treatment being done for it or anything so it's it's always going to be there you keep on putting band-aids on top of it hoping that it just does something but it keeps on the wound continues to infect and gets worse and gets worse and gets worse so that's kind of kind of a pretty shitty thing if you ask me so pv pv is going to be a thing pvp apparently will remain the same thing which is i mean a huge issue so yeah uh i think they need to release more heroes you know i think i'm not saying like a hero every freaking week because that's just stupid but at least a here a new hero every month or every two months or maybe even every three uh, three months, but every like six months or twice a year, that's ridiculous, dude. Like you, t there's no way it takes you six months to develop a hero. You know what I mean? Like there's no way. The League of Legends is releasing champions all the freaking time. Paladins, which is a very similar game to Overwatch, with like probably way less than half of their team and they have heroes released all the time as well it's, it's like what the hell dude blizzard what are you doing you have so much money use it for something good stop being dumbasses so that's one thing that i think needs to happen and i also think they should i don't know i think they basically have this dumb mentality of like optimization and optimizing everything so they think that 
you know, ah, oh, we're gonna release this hero. Like, you take six months to fucking put a hero out, right? Because your dumbass optimization mentality. And when the hero comes out, it either comes out overpowered or underpowered. So if it becomes overpowered, everyone plays it and no one plays anything else. If it's underpowered, no one plays it. So like, what? It just, what? There hasn't, I don't think there has ever been a hero that's released in Overwatch. That's, people are like, yo, dude, this hero is fantastic. Unless it's like overpowered and people are like, yo, that, that's, this hero is fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course it's it's fantastic. It's overpowered. So even if you're absolute shit, you kind of, you know, you get like, whoa, dude, that's awesome. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know about the future of Overwatch. They better hope or they better come out with some fantastic changes for the PvP soon and tell people like, yo, this is what we're doing, folks gonna be great and people get excited and start playing again uh or i don't know uh another thing that i missed and i didn't really talk about is the fact that uh overwatch will be kind of played with overwatch 2 now what i heard was that or what i read on reddit and i i know i i know i know i know it's it's reddit uh, yeah but what i read on reddit about overwatch and this whole thing the overwatch 2 and whatnot is that they what they will do is they will essentially make everything overwatch 2 so the engine will be uh upgraded to overwatch 2 the customizations will be everything basically the client for overwatch will be overwatch 2 but Instead of having the th if you have overwatch right now instead of having the whole complete thing available to you You'll have overwatch 2 and then overwatch uh, The PV stuff will be locked So if you don't buy the overwatch 2 thing it will be locked to you, but you will still have the PvP uh, Part of the game available to you if you have the current overwatch I don't know about this. We'll see. We'll have to see. I just really want to see some fucking changes done to the heroes. Some decent balancing happening. I don't really care about engine upgrades. I think the game looks great anyways. And I mean, I think they're just panicking at this point. They just don't know what to do anymore. But I think they should just listen to the community and listen to the, what people have to say. Because it's just ridiculous. I mean, how, like, you've been developing games and, and doing games for many, many, many years now. How hard is it for you to, like, you know, actually do decent things nowadays, man? Like, why do you keep fucking up your shit, Blizzard? Get your stuff together, dude. But, yeah, moving on. Another thing I wanted to talk about is that people are fucking degenerate weebs nowadays, dude. I remember back in my days, right, when I was a teenager, uh, I would essentially watch Dragon Ball Z and I'd be like, yo, man, 
Brawley's so cool because he's a legendary Super Saiyan. And a lot of my friends and like the Action Man figures, like those big guys. Uh, I never really liked those myself, but I like Brawley was fucking awesome, and, and Goku was awesome, and and these characters in 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 cartoons and whatnot, and some were badasses and awesome, and then you had like funny, but also badass cartoons. And, and characters like Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim was fantastic. <laughs> it's like it's a worm that gets a suit and and jumps into suit or goes inside of the suit and then becomes like a, a superhero. Like crazy stuff, right? So uh, basically, the what was I talking about again? All oh, right. I had this, you know, this drive to uh, not necessarily be like these characters, but you know how it is when you're a teenager, you want to go to the the entrance hall and just like punch the air and kick the air and like, you know, throw kamehamehas here and there. But I keep seeing like these individuals on Twitch and... It's like, dude, their panels are fucking anime girls. Some of them don't even look like... I don't know, I don't know what's the fascination with anime girls, dude. They look like kids. And as I always say, this is probably going to lead to some form of pedophilia because these dumbasses are generating these... Well, these these fantasies and whatnot, because you start looking at these characters and you start developing a, an emotional connection to these things, and it'll 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 put you through and it'll it'll take you to those places. I guarantee you. So that's why these fuckers are absolute degenerates, and I just wish that there would be a, a change of place and whatnot. And it wouldn't be this, like, because it's so weird, man. It's so weird. My generation wanted to be Brawly and Goku and Vegeta and, and whatnot. And now there's the, the generations nowadays, these Zoomers and these kids nowadays want to be lollies. Want to be fucking anime girls. What the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking sissy-ass fags? What the fuck is the matter with you, dude? <laughs> That's, that's so, like, ridiculous. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know, it's actually, it's actually stupid. It's actually stupid and ridiculous. I don't know, I hope people fucking... It's like, get a little bit down to earth and things change in regards to that. But, yeah. If you're a fucking weeb, stop. Stop being a degenerate. You're probably, eventually at some point, you'll probably end up in jail and... You know what happens in Joe DePitos? They get killed. If they don't get killed, they're fucking tortured and they deserve it because they're fucking pedos. They're degenerates. Alright? Um, but, yeah. So I think I'm gonna play another tune and then I'm gonna wrap it up. I hope you folks enjoy this chatting. It was... <laughs> it was 90% chatting and like 
10% tunes, but hey, it is what it is, all right? It is what it is. Now, I'm going to go for Warforged with their latest, latest record, I Voice. I like that. I like that a lot. It's number three on this page, uh, albumoftheyear.org. And we'll see. We're going to be listening to... Well, we're going to be listening to the title track of the record called, well, Voice. And, pro and you know what? Because I really like the title of the next track. We're also going to listen to the next track, which is Eat Them While They Sleep. <laughs> I like that a lot. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, I like the title. So we're going to have Voice and Eat Them While They Sleep. And then we're going to wrap it up. But I'll say my goodbyes and I'll promote some stuff so that you don't forget it. All right. So here we go.
Okay, so that's gonna be it, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll just do this little bit here for some promotion and things like that. And then I'm gonna leave the song for the ending of this live, okay? Sorry if you're really enjoying this song and I just ruined it for you, but hey, sometimes we can't have everything we want, all right? But we are available, or the Grand Verdict podcast is available on all the social platforms you can possibly think of. Well, maybe not tumblers and things like that, because I don't really care about that kinds of platform anyways. But we have a Patreon. I'm going to be posting a lot more episodes, specific, particular, personal episodes. I might even do like a little, you know, introspective uh, of my personnel. An introspective of my experience going through the meditation and all of that stuff. See if it helps me, see if I'm being anything different, if I'm improving in any way, shape or form. So, if you're any interested in that, go check the Patreon. Currently, there's two tiers available. I think one is $1 and uh, the other one is like 5 or $2. I don't know. I think it's 5 I think it doesn't make any sense to go like $1, 2 3 4 5 I think it makes more sense to go $1 for people who just want to support, but they don't really have that much. Uh, 5 for someone who wants to support a little more and they have that possibility. So that's essentially my idea behind the whole thing. But go on Patreon again if you want to support this financially. Uh, if you want to give anything, go on Patreon and it really helps me out. Believe it or not, it really is very much helpful because it's going to be that platform where I can make exclusive content for people who want to support the podcast and think the podcast could go places. And that's going to be it, right? So, patreon.com slash grindersverdict. It's pretty much slash grindersverdict for everything. Uh, so, we also have Twitter. Again, same handle. Slash grindersverdict. Facebook, same thing. Uh, BitChute, same thing. BitChute is like YouTube without censorship. Uh, so, I'm, I don't really have much there, but if you use BitChute... It's not a really a priority for me to mention, but if you use BitChute, you can go there, you can subscribe to the channel, and whenever I feel like it, I might shove some videos in there. Uh, also, Instagram, same thing, .com slash Verdict, and also YouTube. Again, all the things, these are the major platforms anyways. I would appreciate if you went follow on Twitter. I don't really care about Facebook that much. I even deactivated my... My, my primary Facebook account and I created another one just for the people that I like and I want to have contacts with. I'm not saying all the other people that I didn't add there. I don't care about them, but it's, it's just like, I don't know. I had like over 1,500 friends and barely had anybody talking to me. I, just had, I had like three people talking to me on a regular basis. So fuck that, you know, fuck that. Uh, so, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of live streaming. Is this episode of live streaming? What am I talking about, dude? Sometimes the ideas just get meshed up with one another. But that's basically it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this live stream. I just wanted to do this a little bit for, you know, some music listening, listening to some death metal records and whatnot with you guys and 
get some ideas, some thoughts, clear my mind a little bit, some things off my chest and whatnot. And that's what I did. And anyone that listened to this fully, I appreciate you. You're one of the people that I like to have as audience here for the podcast. So, again, folks, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.